three, two, one, here we go. Welcome to That Beautiful Life. This is episode 11 of That Beautiful Life podcast. My name is Kadeus Campbell. This already says episode 11, so I am here all the way in the, the beautiful um, United Kingdom. Uh, I'm able to say that now because I've seen a bit of it, and it actually is beautiful. And as always, I'm joined by the beautiful Roger Bergstrom, not all the way, but just right over the way in Sweden. Roger, how are you today? I'm fine. Just around the corner from you. <laughs> no, there's no corner. It's quite a straight path if you at least can fly. Uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. It's a week has passed already again, and we are also into the month of October. I was not 100% prepared for that, but it happened. <laughs> so yeah, October came out of nowhere. It was like, yeah. what's up, dudes? Pow, October, I'm here. How yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Bam, the door slams open and Mr. October is standing there, you know, looking badass. So, literally. No, I'm saying that because um, I just, you know, since I work out at the airport and on Monday, I think, yeah, it was Monday. It was still like the last of uh, September, guys. And it was such a huge difference between Monday and Tuesday. Monday, it was still like warm. You can feel the warmness in the air, even though that was during the like quarter to 4 a.m. But then the day after the same time, it was such a huge difference. It was like, exactly as we said, door slam open, hello, October, fall, here I am. (laughs) So, yeah, it was much colder and a different kind of air. I could smell fall, you know. And, yep, so that was a clean cut (laughs) in some way. Here's a question. What's the temperature like over there? Um, it depends on. It's been right going now. a bit up and down. Right now, give me a second, I'll go and check that. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I'm moving into the kitchen behind me. <laughs> and I'm now here. And it's... Okay. It's, it's starting to go up because it was colder earlier this morning. Mm-hmm. Right now, I think it's 11. Okay, it's same temperature as me right now. Um, yeah. So it says 11 degrees right now. feels like 9. Yep. Um, I think there was one day it was seven degrees. Um, I one morning. Oh yes, I, we have that too. Yeah. One morning this week I got up and I was like, "Holy shit, it's cold!" And um, the windows had all fall like there was um, there was something inside. Yesterday when I got up, there was like um, something on, on the inside of the windows, like sweat on the window or something. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was yeah, weird. but. Th- but it's changing, and, and we've talked about this before, especially for you, it's a huge kind of, or a different experience when it comes to the season now and, and the yeah. weather changing. I mean, I'm used to it, but it still, like, hits me, <laughs> or, or hits us, I would say, also living here. Uh, and therefore, I can go, to, go into a bit, like, the, how the week has been, <clears throat> briefly. Uh, it, it has been colder. We've yeah. also had some rain. I mm-hmm. think it rained, like, almost two days in a row. Not all the time, but quite some. Same here. Uh, yeah, it's the same. You see, well, I mean, the yeah, we're in the, that region now of the <laughs> of the we beautiful earth. We share weather yeah. together. Yeah, we share weather. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's cool, <laughs> but it could be better. But still, that's what it is. <laughs> but the week overall has been okay. I've been working, as I said, and not nothing really fancy fancy has been happening. Uh, we rehearsed once with the Hard Rock Band. Now, finally, all five together again because Janne uh, the keyboard player that I talked about before is now back in Stockholm so that feels nice Mm -hmm. so not this weekend but the next upcoming weekend in like one and a half we're almost two weeks we're gonna have like a Saturday where we rehearse a bit more and then we're gonna go out and have a dinner together and just chill a bit too that sounds like a nice thing to do but there's one thing I mentioned to Q uh, and right now there's no sound indicating that it's happening but our dear neighbors that moved in during the summer, they are rebuilding uh, in their house. And last weekend, it started like Friday. And as you know, Friday for me now, at least for now, is my like day at home. 
doing other things like YouTube stuff and whatever I, I need to fix today. I also going to go with the car and do some stuff and yeah. But it, it started, he starts drilling and he has been drilling like the whole last week. <laughs> Both me and Anneli got a bit like, oh my God, help. <laughs> Just anybody help. Uh, it's one thing. It also depends on what time you start because he's been like very quite early bird. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> because also now Isaac is at home. He, uh, well, the studio Experiment 101, they've had a really tough like two weeks they mm-hmm. did work the whole weekend like uh, no rest mm-hmm. so they were compensated having like Wednesday Thursday and Friday off this week mm-hmm. to compensate the time they've been working yeah they had this a Q&A going on now for with THQ Nordic so it's that kind of uh, yeah I did get deadline to play game on, um, at Gamescom and I did enjoy um, exactly so. mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It, was, it was short, though. Um, the demo we played, and <coughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, we played, and actually, the demo ended. On, like, if you went over time, it would just end. So I didn't actually get yeah. to play the full demo. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what they've been doing. So I, I can imagine Isaac wasn't too happy if he started to drill because when we had our pre-talk, me and Q, mm-hmm. uh, the drill was in the background. But right now, fingers crossed, it's it's quiet. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe he started to do something else. But they're good people, though. We're happy that it's nice neighbors and everything. I mean, I understand they have to they have to do this, but it gets very annoying because I also wanted to do some. Recording. Uh, I have a song I want to finish, and I need to. I need to do some. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) It's no. No. It's almost the opposite around. No, not really. But it's a project that I've taken already too long time. It's a. It's a dead space kind of song thing uh, that I have, and I, I needed to. I started to do the singing part and then I got the that was weeks back like a month back when I when I got a cold you know and got ill and was home and all that and then I couldn't do that mm-hmm. and now I I thought last Friday oh now I can record it and then he was drilling like four or five hours I mm-hmm. you know what I envy you that you've, you've gotten your cold and gotten over it I am still coughing um. exactly and we, we should get into that now because I, I don't have so much more to add to be honest when it comes to my week so because in the show notes Yes, health is there on your show yeah. notes. So tell us about it. I've had this this cough since Germany, which has been maybe what seven weeks now. Um, yeah. So basically, I ended up going to a walk-in center, which, <coughs> by the way, um, healthcare in the UK free. Like if for just the basic things. I mean, if I'm assuming if you have something a bit more complicated, you're going to have to pay for it. But <coughs> just go into to see a physician and just having them tell you you know, check you out and do, you know, just minor checks, you know what I mean? Unless, of course, you're, you've, you basically your hands are, are falling off or something and you, you need to go see, like, a proper doctor. But, yeah, <laughs> went to, like, a walk-in center and, um, and took me, like, about 10, like, sorry, an hour. It didn't take long before I saw someone, um, which I thought it was going to take long because my brother and sister-in-law were like, oh, you're going to be there all day, keep, make sure you have enough stuff to keep you entertained. So, yeah. I had, like, chargers and, you know, portable batteries and my tablet and my switch wow. and, like, everything. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I got there and like within an hour I saw someone um, got put on um, on what do you call this thing on penicillin medication with penicillin in it basically so um, basically the doctor said I have some sort of bacteria in my throat or something and that um, basically that it should treat it um, so I'm on two weeks worth of, of penicillin or something I think and um, hopefully I am healed within that time I am mm. I am recovered I am back to normal no more cough cough but um yeah i mean you guys are not gonna hear it it's only been and i think only one episode episode seven you guys would have heard it because i edited that episode and then the edit didn't come out properly and i had to re-edit it and whenever i have to re-edit i don't edit a lot i just don't so um you guys <laughs> would have heard me coughing in episode seven a lot i've, I've had i've heard feedback from people like oh my god it's, this is the worst episode ever it, it is, um, but yeah, I'm not fully edited an episode. I've edited, I've fully edited already. That's just crazy, mm. especially when the, the one that was supposed to go up after it was already scheduled. Um, so, because um, it was, um, it was going up. Like I think the, I think episode eight went up not too long after I was notified that episode seven was, was had an error. 
So I was like, yeah, I'm not going through that hassle. I was just like, I'll just edit it, re-upload it. Boom, I did that. That's episode <laughs> seven. Anyway, um, to the point of my week, though, other than the, the cough and having to go to get medication and all that kind of stuff, um, my brother got me a new PSD because my brother is, uh, is always getting me new stuff. He's always getting me, like, really cool things. <laughs> um, so he got me a new pair of sneakers and then Nikes. And, oh, they are so good. As the UK people say, a, a new pair of trainers. And uh, they're so comfortable. Like they they they've got springy um, soles, and they're just nice and just comfortable. Really, really nice and, and comfortable. I feel like I'm walking on clouds to an extent, and it's kind of hugging my feet. <laughs> so <clears throat> I don't know if there's like a specific. Um, I don't like sneaker people probably know what type of sneaker it is. Like if I, they'd probably have like a model number. Like oh, cute. These are the Nike A fives. They're so amazing. They're the new ones. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> I'm not a sneakerhead. I really don't know. I just know my brother got me some sneakers and they're really comfortable and I like them. Um, That's awesome. Yep, I did go to an Adidas store as well because we went. Um, we've been around the UK a couple um, to a couple places every weekend. So I've been to this this Adidas store and there was. Adidas employees walking around, and so I asked an Adidas employee, I was like, hey, are you guys allowed to wear other brands in the store? And he was like, um, he didn't understand me. I don't think he was, um, I don't think he was British. I think he was maybe from, um, from, he said his accent sounded like he was maybe like, uh, for, what was, what's this place again? Slovakia? He sounded sort of, uh-huh. sounded like he was from that region. So, okay. <clears throat> he had a, he had a very noticeable accent. And um, he started exp- trying to explain to me, um, basically, that uh, Nike, they are enemy. You know, we cannot wear them in the store. And um, he was like, mm. he was like, yes, um, but uh, this is our uniform. The uniform we wear, um, the Adidas uniform. And if you are a manager, then you can choose which shoes do you want to wear. And I was like, oh, are you a manager? He's like, no, I'm not. I was like, ah. Oh. He's like, yeah. And so, <laughs> basically, whoever you are, Adidas guy in the mall that I met um, yesterday, um, I think the name of the mall was Westfield, I think. I think it's called Westfield Mall. Um, it's right outside of London. I'm oh, sorry, right in, well, it's in London, but it's on the western side of London. So, basically, hmm. yeah. Ended up in over there over well yesterday. Um, had Nando's there as well. I've been having Nando's a lot, which uh, I've gotten accustomed to Nando's. I, I think they're the one fast food place that I'm okay with eating here now. Um, so <clears throat> Nando's, you have my support. I actually have a Nando's card now. I, uh, uh. I, I got a card from them yesterday when I was in the Nando's store. So I now I'm an official Nando's eater person now. Uh, I am prepared to live the Nando's life. Um, so yeah, I, I like my preferred menu is um, the they have a I think it's called butter chicken. Or, it's, it's like a chicken with no bones, and um, and then they have basically the rice. I love the Nando's rice. It's really good, the, mm. the spicy rice. So I wish they had bigger portions, or I wish I ordered bigger portions because I I never feel like I have enough of the rice. And then I usually either have a salad or fries with it. And, um, oh. Yeah. And that's usually my Nando's menu of sorts. It is delicious. Um, mm, delicious. yummy. So mm, I got delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Of course. So, yes, yeah, so I had Nando's and stuff like that. I, we also went bowling the weekend before, which, oh, man. I've never been bowling before. So, surprisingly, I got a 84. Alex got an 80. Six, so I was like two points off of him, and then I played pool as well, and I've never played pool before, and um, I think I was like one ball off of of winning as well. So I'm just saying, I'm just good at stuff. Um, we did also go to see an Arsenal game at a pub called uh, what ah. call this place. Uh, I made a note of it because I followed them on Instagram. Uh, let's see if I can remember this place. Oh, I shouldn't say remember. Let's see if my Instagram has it still. <laughs> so they're called the. Come on, let's follow them this week. I don't follow a lot of people, by the way. Um, and if anyone who follows me, if you follow me on Instagram and knows that I don't follow you back, it's not for any particular reason. I just don't follow more than a hundred people, and um, yeah, because I, I I can't keep up with everyone. So it's not in like personal against you just can't be bothered um because it will just be too much people it's it's easier to communicate with me via um like via 
uh, what do you call it? Um, Discord. So yeah, if you're in my Discord server, then yeah, we can chat. Um, yeah, so the bar is called Smash in Redden, so I went to Smash. Um, also wanted to give a big shout out to Snowflake Gelato, Luxury um, Gelato, which basically they had the first pistachio ice cream that I like in the UK. Um, they were in the mall in um, Westfield, so the Westfield Mall or whatever you call it. So, mm. <clears throat> so yeah, been been around the UK a, a couple times, um, did a couple stuff, played ping pong against Lex. I completely got utterly demolished by him in ping pong. Um, we, uh, I would say he's, he's okay at ping pong. He's pretty, he was better than me. I, I can guarantee you that much. I'm not even going to like try to butter it up. He was better than me at ping pong. I will admit though, <clears throat> the space that we were in was very small for playing ping pong. Like Lex said he was comfortable, but I felt like, you know, when you play ping pong, like you could just jump across the, the room to yeah. sort of like hit the ball if it's going really far. <clears throat> that space just wasn't big enough for that because I felt like if I jumped oh. across the room I'd knock something down because right be- like literally right behind me was this sort of like countertop that you can be- I had my drink on and then there were other people literally under the like I could just step onto their into their line of space or whatever have you because it was like three ping pong cables next to each other and I just felt really uncomfortable jumping across the room I felt like I was either going to knock mm. someone down or knock something down or hit myself or yeah. something um, so yeah, I just literally just didn't jump across the room anytime the ball was just too far away. I was just like, okay, well that's gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, yeah. But I mean, Lex did he did outplay me at the during ping pong. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not keen on. I want to play him again in ping pong, but I want to play him in a in a bigger space. You know, where I can mm. just actually jump around okay. and stuff like that. But yeah, I will admit I have not won at anything against him so far since I've been here. So pff, I have a losing streak right now going. Guys, gotta give me some positive energies. I need to be better at everything. You know how I am. <laughs> so I am, I'm waiting for my, my betterness to happen. Mm. So I can just walk up to him and be like, in your face. So, <laughs> yeah, basically that's been my week. I mean, there's, there's been a lot. It's just work, other stuff, writing, trying to avoid freezing, all that kind of stuff. A lot. So it's been a, quite a hectic week. Uh, also, I've been feeling a bit of a, I mentioned to, let, um, to Roger before we started, I've been feeling a, a bit of a pain in the, the pit of my back. And that's because I've been sitting on a, a regular chair. Um, I have been sort of like fighting that or combating it by putting a, a pillow behind my my back on the chair and that has been helping um, yeah but i'm gonna need to get me a proper chair again um for sitting on so yeah i'm gonna need to get me a, a gaming chair or some sort of chair that's similar that is more ergonomic and it will you know support my back a lot more supportively yeah it's so, important good chair yep so i will be in the, the market for getting one of those um, as well. So anyway, that's mainly been the gist of it. I've been also. I got a. I've I've got a a new adapter from TP Link. Um, mm-hmm. a range extender, and um, I've been using that as well. It's not as good as I thought it was gonna be. It has its surprisingly. I think like the um the one that we got before is better than the one that they sent which i was surprised about the mm. one we sent we were sent is um basically uh it has the ability to run through your walls i think and then connect and that way it, it reached through the electric outlets or something so you're supposed to get a stable connection but oh. the wi-fi isn't as good off of it and um the <coughs> connection it cuts off sometimes which has done that quite a few times since I've had mm. it set up. So I don't know what's wrong, but I'm going to give it a, a solid B+. Plus. The, the other one was, was pretty much, once I got it set up, it was solid, like solid yeah, okay. connection. The only time I had an error was when I was streaming. So actually, I do need to test this one via streaming. So I'm going to actually run a stream, hopefully this weekend, and I'm going to test it and see mm. if it actually is going to cut out. Because if it doesn't, then it's better than the other one. If it does, then the other one is better than this one that I've been using. I think it's called the A13, AC13 or something like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, TP-Link, I'll let you know. I'm going to be putting up a review. You guys look up for TP-Link review on the YouTube channel. Um, TP, on, what's the channel again? Oh, Simply Tech. 
Oh, and also on the website buttonsmashers.com. So look out for mm. that, guys. You'll see a review of the TP-Link adapters and um, range extender um, thingamajig. Anyway, <clears throat> with all of that, I've taken we've ta- oh I've already taken up so much time in the show. So how about we start talking about you know what we've been playing some Vigima games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it, we have to. You've been playing something interesting, haven't you? Yeah, it, it's it is interesting for for a few reasons, and I'm talking about. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the Dice EA game that was released a few years ago now. And I, I was really early on since I come from, from like the older games, uh, the first and the second of, of, uh, Lucas Entertainment, that kind of. Uh, games uh, which plays quite differently and I had my expectations also when the first and the second here by EA and DICE came out and mm-hmm. I'm going to first say that I, I did a kind of I remember when I did like a beta impression video uh, regarding Battlefront 2 and I, I wasn't too happy about the assault mode and I had a lot of thoughts about how it played and, and, and things like that because there was so many things For first off then was also classes missing and I missed the, the like spawns on vehicles, some parts of the map, and it was it's a, a lot of things. But anywho, I I didn't play it uh, so much. The game came, and we also know the big story about the, the controversial around the ex- exactly almost like the pay to win situation, and uh, it was a huge storm around this. Mm-hmm. Also, reason that a lot of people like nah got mad and didn't buy mm-hmm. but anywho um anywho. It, it, they have made yeah anywho they, they made they made some changes or actually they have been updating the game uh, and i think though i wish that the, this would have happened earlier mm-hmm. uh I, I i this is a kind of thing i've seen with with dice also when it comes to battlefield like the 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 World War series they have had for many many years. It takes time to actually get out DLCs, and I think the progression is a bit too slow there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they've done now with Star Wars Battlefront Two is that they've added more, uh, you know, characters from the Star Wars universe. Like you can now play as Droidicus and and some other uh, also heroes that have added and I think that's really nice uh, but they've added maps too I still wait for a few maps to come up that I'm, I'm missing uh, and they've also added a game mode that is oh now it starts to drill again <laughs> mm-hmm. they also uh, added a game mode called Capital Supremacy mm-hmm. which is quite fun uh, a bit long though because you start to, to fight on the ground uh, capturing like these five po- points almost like conquest and uh, then after that you disembark or embark and then <coughs> get up to orbit and fight in, in the ship up there and then you go back do the same and then it's quite many rounds mm-hmm. Uh, but it's quite fun. The game mode is, is quite fun. And, and they've added, as I said, maps, uh, that are pretty interesting, uh, on location, of course, that are known for people knowing Star Wars. Mm. Uh, and I, I had fun. So I made a stream like last Sunday due to the fact that, uh, Isaac couldn't play. Uh, since he was working that week and he couldn't play Dead Space 3 that we are doing on Sundays right now. Uh, and I had a good time and people enjoyed too watching. So I said like, okay, I can make another one. So yesterday I played with, with, with Isaac, checking out also like a co-op mode and stuff like that. So again, the, the game, I reinstalled it actually. Uh, not sure if I will continue to play a lot. Uh, probably not. It's soon going to be away from my hard drive again <laughs> because there's other games I need, I need space for them. Uh, but, but it's, it's again also cool to see. I mean, it's stunning. It's, it's still one of the best looking games out there still. It's the, the Frostbite 3 engine, what they've done, for example, with maps like they've added Felucia, mm-hmm. this uh, map that with this huge, like, fungus and, and c- very colorful and stuff like that looks amazing. Um, <clears throat> a bit too bright sometimes when you get to, that's a typical battle front or a battlefield thing mm-hmm. when you get the sun like in your face and can't see anything uh, but it's beautiful it's very good looking uh, and as I said they've added uh, also characters that make this makes this even more interesting uh, but I think they still could learn a bit from from the older games and implement a few of their features I think gameplay wise there's a few game modes that I don't like at all uh, they just become very stressful and you you I mean, hectic action, I don't mind, absolutely not. 
But when it becomes like very chaotic and you just feel that you 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 don't you, you don't have any control at all, and there are choke points that are just you know being very like emotions. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's when that happens, and also some spawns. We played Heroes and Villains, which is uh, yesterday, which is one of the game modes I I, I find quite fun mm-hmm. but it was also better in the original games because the lightsaber fights there were, were more dynamic and interesting i, I don't like really how, how it plays in this game uh but nevertheless i i i um, played as princess leia since it's apparently heroes against villains and i always it was also a bit of a weird junkyard map and i i was spawning all so far away from my teammates all the time Mm-hmm. And you know you have to start to wait, make your way back first. And what happened is, well, I encountered one enemy. That's fine. But then all of a sudden, I had two others behind me. So I got like doubled and tripled over and over again. I started to become really annoyed. <laughs> uh, Isaac had uh, the same experience a few times, and I think that just that's just very poor. Mm-hmm. That should have been fixed like ages ago now. Uh, so that was something I reacted about. But again, overall, if you're a Star Wars fan and if you have the game, it might be worth to get in there and, and see, uh, you know, what I'm talking about. And try maybe this Capital Supremacy, maybe play with one of your favorite characters. Because they've added, finally, also the clones. We're talking about the badass troopers, you know, like... Um, uh, since I played the, the original, original uh, uh, clone... Uh, Star Wars game. What was that called? Shit. Uh, what is it called? It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I played it. Or I made a Let's Play years ago on my channel. Mm-hmm. And and they are really cool, you know. So I'm happy that they added them. Uh, they, they, they It's really nice. But So that's that. That's the Star Wars uh, Battlefront 2 uh, game. And, uh, you know, at least I'm happy to see that they're, you know, they're making the effort and really try to to please uh, the community and to add these things. But again, I think this could have happened. Uh, I'm not saying it happened la- last week. It didn't. I have, it's just me haven't been playing the game for some time. But it's been like they, they could have put this in earlier, I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So okay. there you go. Has That's me gaming. I have, um, I have two questions. Well, well two different games. Um, question number one is um, what do you think about what's going on with Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Well, there's one thing. Uh, maybe you are, are referring to the fact that they are releasing a game mode uh, mm-hmm. that will be exclusively locked for PS4 yeah. for a year. Mm-hmm. And that those, those news really pissed me off, and not only me. Uh, that was what I was thinking when you asked me right now. <laughs> and I do not like this. It's, it's so typical because, as I've said, I've had positive experiences from playing the alpha and the beta both on playstation 4 and of course on pc mm-hmm. and i am looking forward to this game that will be released on the 25th of october as an fps gamer mm-hmm. and then i'm like come on activision why do you have to screw things up when it looks good for now <laughs> you know <laughs> you have a golden opportunity with a game that's going to cut a a lot of interest and, and make people happy. I mean, I, I'm fine if they lock it, like if they have like an because exclusive things are just there, you know. Mm-hmm. If it's a month, mm-hmm. it's a bit too much for me, but I, I, that's okay. Mm-hmm. If it's one or two weeks, even better and more understandable, more decent, so to speak. But this, a year, I mean, after a year, a new Call of Duty is already going to be released. How do they think? Yeah, they, they that doesn't make sense at all to me. I mean, granted, I'm not a quality player, but no. I've been following the news on it, uh, especially because it's something that you play a lot. I thought I'd ask you about it, um, especially. I've also heard that um, that someone leaked information about that it, it's also going to have more microtransactions, like more like guns are going to be in loot boxes and stuff. So people have also uh, been canceling their pre-orders because of that, because of the fact that well, they're locking away a mode, and also because of the fact that. Um, that they're gonna have guns and loot boxes, which means that you can get better weapons by opening loot boxes. It means it becomes even more pay to win. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, uh, I think it's been weird, which uh, it which 
some companies are already showing that you can do that and get away with it. Uh, if you think about Ghost Recon um, Wasteland, which I, I wanted to ask you about as well, have you played? Have you heard anything about Ghost Recon Wasteland? Absolutely, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aiden Adam, my oldest son, has been playing mm-hmm. quite some when it comes to the. That must have been the beta, right? Mm-hmm. And he he enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, like the first round of it, it was a lot of <laughs> some bugs that were quite funny i think mm-hmm. uh and some funny ragdoll animations but but overall yeah i i think it was like positive and i've heard about the game i am a ghost recon like old ghost recon fan uh i'm not sure if i will get it uh mainly due to the fact that i'm focusing right now at least on other games and especially talking about call of duty that will come out at the end of the month mm-hmm. and since i feel that they've done something good now with the franchise moving forward bringing in like the new graphics engine pumping things up new game modes uh, everything looks good on the paper and then this comes around and I'm like oh come on it's it's going to be hard to make like a re- review too and 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 not like get mad about these things of course because <laughs> you know you want to focus a- around the game mm-hmm. The, the the gameplay, the core mechanics, the game modes. But, you know, when this happens, you know, you start just to to get mad. And, and uh, as I said, why, why do they have to screw things up when they have, like, a really good situation with this new upcoming Modern Warfare game? Exactly. So, again, my, 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 yeah, my, que- my answer is very short again. It's, I, no, I haven't. Uh, is it out yet or is it for, the, the uh, Ghost Recon? Oh, yeah, so it, it, has a, um, uh-huh. it has a Metacritic um, by users of like 3.2. Um, so, most users hate it. Because I think oh. everything in that game is microtransaction. Like you can pay, for, oh you can my pay God. to level up your character. You have loot boxes. You have season passes. You have ultimate editions. You have um, those day one, those sort of like login passes things, like the, mm. the things where you what do you call those things again? Where you complete certain things day by day. Um, uh, yeah, daily challenges. The daily challenges. You can pay to get through the challenges quicker. Um, you can literally oh. pay for everything. If there's a thing that it, if there's a, an option in the game, you can buy it. Like you could pay. For oh man, no, no, everything. no, no. Everything is monetized in that game. From it's so wow. Well, well, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> this is uh, the gaming industry in 2019. Mm-hmm. And as you said, and I've agreed upon, I mean, <clears throat> it's one thing if you're talking about a free-to-play game exactly. or and a game that is made by a very small developer uh, with s- small resources and whatever have you. But this, mm-hmm. again, it's Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. But it's all these money-greeting uh, companies, you know. And I, I'm not a huge fan of Ubisoft either, <laughs> to be honest. You see? <laughs> they, they have an Ultimate Edition. The Ultimate Edition is 120, I think. Um, oh, oh. oh, US or something. So you imagine you buy the Ultimate Edition and still have yeah. to buy a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, you would have boxes. to threaten me and my family if I would buy that. Wow. You know, it's uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's insane. It's it's, it's which I, I I I understand people giving it the, the review rating that it, it's gotten. The strangest thing though is that I've been looking in some chat rooms, some groups that I'm in for like um like there's a Trinidadian um, PlayStation group that I'm in. And mm. I'm always surprised by Trinidadian gamers. Like they just don't seem to care. Um, what, really? So, yeah, they just still buy anything basically. <laughs> so um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I've been seeing some of the Don't worry, about, be happy, oh, yeah. Man, I've been playing this new Call of Duty or I've been playing this new um Ghost Recon and usually it's it's games that have like that have been getting really bad um press because of microtransaction or something wrong with it. And you'd see Trini gamers like, Man, I've been playing this game, it's so amazing, yeah and I'm like Huh? <laughs> like, what are you guys play? Are you playing different games? <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't get, I don't get um, the typical. Um, and uh, these are the typical Trini gamers. I'm not gonna say every Trini gamer because there no. are some of them who are like me, play JRPGs and stuff and mm-hmm. other genres. And or even if they don't play JRPGs, they're just a bit more eloquent and and they think better and they have brain cells. Yeah. 
And then there's the typical Trini who has no brain cells and will play anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But bro, I see, I see. Okay, yeah, you're right. It, it was released, uh, the Ghost Recon Breakpoint was released on October 4th. Yeah. So that was, yes. Well, October 4th, that's today, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There are no um. There, I'm not seeing any critical reviews for the PlayStation. Well, for any of the reviews, this doesn't. Well, I think it's PlayStation. There are no critical reviews for it so far, but there are user reviews. Oh, are there? No, there are critical reviews. Someone gave it an 85. Wow. How much know. were you paid? <laughs> <laughs> How much were you paid? <laughs> well, apparently, I mean, well. I'm happy if the game is good. I'm happy if people like it and, and, you know, play it. But again, this is, oh, I get very, ah, uh, it's like, yeah, it gets like a bitter taste in your mouth. It's like, oh, 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 yeah, is this what it is? You know, there's, there's a review from a user that reads great follow up to, let me, I have to put on the, the, the idiot voice. <laughs> Hello, great follow up and, um, we're all up on the Wildlands game. It's nice to see Ubisoft doing some good changes for the game and the community. Highly recommended to all. Yes, Ubisoft. Uh, <laughs> give it a ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, I mean, in a way, we we can. Uh, I don't know. If you are a committed gamer and you really like the series, sure. I mean, that's how you probably will feel. Uh, or if you, some people also don't, they, they don't have the experience or the knowledge to actually have brain cells. Like, yes, yeah, say anything about a game. <laughs> I mean, they can, they can, sorry. I mean, they can say that they like it or they don't like it, but, but they can't really like put words on it, to be honest. It's, and that is hard. You have to have experience of how different genres and games plays or have been following a certain series. To actually know, but of course you you can then, as I said before, making also a review regarding this game. What what kind of standpoint will you have? Will you will you talk about? I mean, mainly you want to talk about the positive things, or at least talk about the the core functionalities. Again, gameplay and uh, like. Um, you know, setups, classes, uh, map design, mm-hmm. all these kind of things that goes, you know, along with a shooter and or this kind of experience. But then on the other hand, you have this kind of poli- almost game political field of of uh, corruption. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how yeah, to yeah, say there's, it. Yes, there's obviously corruption. I mean, uh, I mean, th- th- you can't actually take some of these seriously. I mean, this, there's this review from, um, how do you say this? Um, GeopsVideo.com, video, um, and their review says, mm, The authenticity and the survival is um, s- central to the experience. Mm, the money in my pocket is so heavy. Mm, mm, accentuates <laughs> the, <laughs> the urgency of this. Oh, so heavy. The oldest money. Oh, mm, and this oppressive feeling of being the prey is no longer. And no longer the hunter. Oh, I'm sorry. I must stop reading. The money is too expensive. I must go to the bank and put it on yeah. my account. Oh, yes, thank you. 85 rated. I agree. How, are you, how is your. I mean, I understand that people have different opinions and different views on certain things. But when yeah. your review has such a big disparity compared to, like, the vast majority of players. Especially mm. when you don't, um, when you don't bring up issues that most players bring up, especially big issues like microtransactions and stuff like that, yeah. or um, or huge bugs, or the fact that it's um, other people have been saying. I mean, I haven't played the game, so I can't really say anything about it. But from what I've been, no, me neither. I've, I've been following the, the news and from other people who've been covering it or who've been playing it, and what people have been saying is that it's no longer a game that is um, that is stealth. And, and anyone who knows Ghost Recon knows that it, it's it's about you know being stealthy and sneaking around yeah. and playing as a part of a team, the sort of co-op shooter kind of thing. And apparently, this is not like that. It's no longer similar to that. Mm-hmm. But okay, which means it's it's lost the the DNA that makes a Ghost Recon game a Ghost Recon game. This is more of an open world shootery game or something where you can buy everything. And yeah. I guess there are some people who are into that. I guess most modern gamers, younger gamers, may probably be into that kind of stuff because that's what they—that's what all they've known. 
but yeah true. for you and I who've grown up on you know a lot of different um, types of games and having games like these like Ghost Recon be its thing like have the DNA of what a Ghost Recon game is supposed to be like and have it yeah. be like that it's it's a bit um, not as 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 pleasant to see and it seems like this review whoever wrote this review of it this I think this review is written in um, in French actually uh, mm-hmm. And they seem to have written a lot of stuff about it, and the only negative points they've taken away from it is that the terrain is is too much, um, is much too rough, uh, sorry, rugged. Um, it says the classism of the story without surprises. Um, what classism of the story? I think it's maybe, maybe this is Google Translate just being wrong. Um, an artificial intelligence always as perfectible and multiplication sorry multiplication of the microtransaction that's all they've mentioned but with all that they've had so much good things to say about this game and it makes you wonder have they have they been paid for this review because <laughs> i mean I, I i know everyone has their own opinion and you can give a game whatever score you want it's up to you but when you write a review especially when you're a website that gives a score i mean if you're not a site that gives a score then good but when you're a site that gives a score and you give it an 85 you know, when the user score is around 3.1, it makes you really wonder, like, how are you getting that? Where did that 85 come out from? Did you did you reach over, reach underneath, behind your scroll up, straight up into your bot and just pull that 85 out of there and say, this is an 85? Or is there money shaking in your wallet? Because, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm... I don't want to offend this review, by all means, I mean, granted, this review will probably never hear this because they speak French and I speak English and they probably don't, who knows, they probably speak English too. But the point is, is that you have reviews like this that don't feel genuine. And mm. I have to say, surprisingly, though, I do want to give some credit to IGN, though. They're, they're, one of their reviews recently was very genuine and that was the review of FIFA 19 on the Switch. Uh-huh. They did a whoever re- did a review. I think I think it was actually one of their French reviewers or from one of these countries in Europe um reviewed it and whoever that reviewer was, he did a great job. Like he was literally mm. I don't know about the scoring system. I I think he gave it like a 7 or 6 or something like that, but mm. the words what cuz I mean I I'm, I pay more attention to what a reviewer says than the score and what he said about the game was genuine. You know, I don't know what score he gave it. I can't remember. But I usually switch off the review before the score pops up. Actually, <laughs> but, yeah, it's um, it's it's weird that games have been they've been getting worse, worse and worse and worse and worse. And actually, speaking of worse, you know, the game I've been playing this week, which mm-hmm. uh, um, I was afraid it was actually the same thing. I'm not actually still sure if it is or not. But the game I've been playing this week is Grid. I got Grid from um, from Codemasters, and so thank you, Codemasters, for the copy of Grid. I'm just gonna say that much first. <laughs> um, secondly, I played Grid at Gamescom, and I think I mentioned this before. And it was one of my yeah. favorite games to play at Gamescom. It was really enjoyable. I really enjoyed my time playing it, and um, and I've got it for the PlayStation Four right now. And I got Ultimate Edition. Um, for it, so they sent me an actual physical disc, which I was surprised at. But their PR company is literally right on the road from me, so so yeah. Um, so basically, uh, it's what I when I started the game, it said something about um, it said something about like I got this currency in the game that I got some credits for something, but I don't know what you can really use it for other than buying cars in the game, and I mm. don't know how it all works yet because I'm still playing the game and all that kind of stuff, but. On the back of the game, it says in-game purchases, and it does have a PlayStation Store page icon thingamajig inside it. Now, what I'm hoping is that it's not too expensive to buy any kind of game, or they don't have any microtransactions, um, any mm-hmm. sort of like loot box style microtransactions. Now, if you, if it's not too expensive, and what are you buying? The PlayStation Store is maybe like new car packs or something, kind of like how, uh, what do you call this company has it? Like how. Uh, Forza has it right mm. where maybe they get a new license with another company and they, they want to sell you like a, a couple of new cars and stuff like that I'm okay with that because I mean they obviously have to pay for these licenses with Ferrari or Audi or whoever they, they have licenses with um, yeah. I can't say who the licenses they have in this game are but this is the first time a great game is going to have licensed cars in there but 
There are there are a lot of licenses in here, but I'm actually under embargo for what licenses I can mention. Like in the sense of who I can confirm is in the game. You know, for some of the licenses, mm. I don't know um, which ones. I generally just call a couple car names. You know, Audi, <coughs> um, Mitsubishi, um, Chevrolet. I don't know, bunch of different car companies. Uh, I don't know. I wonder if they have any of the car brands from over here, like BMW and some others. Who knows? The point is, is mm. that. Basically, the uh, grid has official cars now, and um, the racing is really good. I'm still playing the game, and I'm still getting accustomed to it and all that kind of stuff. And I'll have a whole lot more to say next week. But <coughs> this week, I'm just giving you guys the heads up of um, grid. Is so far it's good. I'm keeping my fingers crossed on how the microtransaction or the in-game purchases are going to be with this game. But yeah, and well, the ultimate edition I have it says here all three seasons. So I don't know what seasons mean. I'm assuming seasons means that I get more cars. Um, it also says five grid edition uh, leveries. I guess those are things to put hmm. in my car. I get player cards, player banners, unique leveries, and a VIP status. I don't know what a VIP status means as well. Maybe <laughs> when I get into races. People see it and they're like, "Ah, oh, let's just let him pass. He's too important for us." But who knows? Uh, I have seen the VIP status on my account though. Like when I'm I'm playing, I, I see the VIP status up there. And I'm like, "Oh, I feel very very important." I don't know why, but I do. So <laughs> anyway, I'll talk more about it next week, and you guys will hear more about the game and stuff like that. Anyway, we should talk about some telly, and um, I'll, yeah. I'll go quickly with the one I've been watching. I've been watching a show called Disenchantment. On Netflix, it's an animated series. It reminds me a lot of Futurama. I can't mm-hmm. remember this. I'm actually trying to pull it up on my phone. Right. So it's a, oh man, I've coughed so much. There's like <laughs> this saliva and stuff on my phone, all gross and looking. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to do this to you. Yeah. So it has a 7.2 on IMDb. Right, 17.2 rating. It's an animated show, as I mentioned before, on Netflix. It's about this princess who she's a bit more rugged and she's like tomboy. And um, her, an elf, and well, yeah, an elf and a demon, they basically come together and they become friends and they try to do their own thing. It's starring um, Abby Jake, how do you say him? Jacobson. And there's also Eric Ab- um, Andre. And uh, there's also um, Nat Fox and uh, John DiMagui. How do you say this name? DiMagui? Um, uh, let me see. You said Nat Fox and John DiMaggio. Is that how it said? DiMaggio. Okay. DiMaggio. DiMaggio. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's, and there's a bunch of other people. I'm not going to go through the entire list. But this is the, the, the general main cast for the series. These are the guys who are in a, pretty much every episode. And... I would say for me, I would actually give this show more like an 8. It is really funny. It's a really funny show. I think it's, it's really, really um, interesting. It, it's, it's about this princess and, you know, she's trying to... She, she was, you know, she's supposed to marry some prince and it just goes downhill from there. And every episode is connected. So it, it's there is some continuity, unlike shows like Futurama where every episode starts all over again. There is continuity in this. So uh, you do get to go from episode to episode. Currently right now, I think there are like it's two seasons so far. I've watched mm. I've watched quite a few seasons in it. Yeah, so two seasons of it so far, but there's supposed to be a third, I, I guess, or something. I think the seasons are supposed to continue. Something's supposed to happen. Either way, mm. it's been it's been a good experience so far. And I've enjoyed watching um, this in how do you say disenchantment. So yeah. hopefully you guys check it out. It came in 2018. Um, episodes are about 30 minutes long. It's nice to watch in bed. You can just cuddle up, watch it. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in there. It's cute characters, or, or should I say, nice looking cartoon characters doing crazy stuff. And yeah, it's, it's got nice. good humor. So hopefully you guys check it out. I think it's good. <coughs> what about you, Raj? What have you been watching? Yeah, um, me and Isaac have been watching a horror movie, you might say, Ooh. that was, uh, yeah, it was released uh, last, or no, 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 sorry, this summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. And the, the kind of interesting part here is that it's defined as a drama horror mystery movie. And I would pr- definitely say mystery. It's quite weird in many ways. It's, um, it's a couple travels to Sweden. Yeah, there Ooh. you go. 
to visit a rural hometown's fabled midsummer festival. So they're getting here. Like I also know the part in Sweden where they're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, what begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. So literally, they're getting into. I mean, I know. I mean, Midsummer is is a huge thing here in Sweden. Everyone celebrates, and it's an old thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting to see. I immediately, both me and Isaac reacted because uh, if you were if you if you were a Swede, you know, and you came into this place, uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but if you start to see around you and like oh wait 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 there's something's wrong here you were immediately react that's not like i would have like left the place already day one if i put it like that like, uh, <laughs> but um, nevertheless these guys are coming from ver- yeah mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> not doing this but anyhow these guys there are actually <clears throat> well the, the kind of main characters are this couple mm-hmm. a girl and a boy and their friends mm-hmm. coming over to sweden and they're like having their uh, exam work and and around this at least one of the dudes wants to do that around midsummer and this kind of celebration uh the girl has been yeah, having problems going over her, her sister <coughs> were mentally ill and and like you know Things went very bad for her, and mm-hmm. she is also in despair when she leaves the country and getting over to Sweden. Mm-hmm. So, but th- there's there's like, uh, yeah, the, the the movie goes on, and and they get into this celebration, and in the beginning, it's very like innocent and follows a bit of the normal kind of procedures, but then after some time, it really bounces off, and there there's a lot of weird moments when you're not really sure what's real or fan like imagination or due to maybe the tea they were drinking you know things like that and it's it's definitely worth watching mm-hmm. uh, it's not the best uh movie i've seen the director is ari aster mm-hmm. uh, and i mean apparently they're talking mainly Uh, English in in the in the movie, but they are definitely Swedish too, which uh, for me get, gives another kind of uh, okay. depth, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, and there are a lot of it's some quite uh, terrifying scenes as well. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil, of course. So it's it's a mix of some uh, English American actors and and Swedish actor actors and actress, actresses. So it's it's. Uh, Wow, <laughs> it was a trip. It, it has a se- yeah, it has a seven point four on IMDb. I would say it, it <coughs> around there, mm-hmm. maybe a bit higher, but still around there. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see, like, see a well, see a horror movie but with mystery parts and quite weird stuff happening, that's this is definitely for you. And. Um, Also, a kind of play with the human nature's uh, superstitious minds. Um, when it comes to you know, when you live together like this as a cult, and what happens in there, you know. So hmm. there you go, Cult Midsommar. Behavior. That's how we say Midsummer or Midsommar is the Swedish name. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I see on the the cast with um, there's William Jackson Harper, who is um, yeah, who's who plays Chidi in The Good Place. So exactly, I am um, I am actually keen on on him because The Good Place new episode comes out today, and I'm looking forward to read to watch it. Mm. Um, cool, big fan of Chidi and Eleanor, the the Chidi No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, seems I, I I gotta warn you a small disclaimer. If you're very sensitive to, well, as I said, a few few quite dramatic um, moments of not going so well for a few people. That's one thing, and also it's it's quite some nu- nudity at some point uh, uh, well, and a, mean, a bit of chagging. When you, I mean, now you you're trying to get me more interested. Oh, well, hello. Uh, yeah, I'm triggered. No, I'm triggered. Like, things. You, you started off with you like, oh, some 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 you know crazy stuff. I'm like thinking like, oh, someone's head pops off or something. Okay, maybe I mean I want to watch it. And then you were like, but there's nudity, and I'm like, okay, I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled you back in. I pulled you back in. <laughs> It's kind of like um like that horror game. What do you call it? Uh, the one that you. 
that you played. I think I got a copy of it. The ooh. which one was that? It's, it's got nudity oh. in it. Um, oh, it's that one. Um, trying to remember. Oh God. No, I can't remember. I'm actually checking my Steam account somewhere. right now to see if I see it pop up here. Yeah, uh, Hunt, uh, Hunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, no, it's not Hunt. It's not. No, no, no. no. no wrong, wrong game. Wrong no, game. no, 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 no. We're talking about. Um, I should have remembered this. Yeah, it's you played. The, you played it a lot. The darkness, something. Uh, I've actually scrolled through my Steam account. Come on, Q. You can find this quickly. Yeah, uh, I can't do it either. I also want to know some games and stuff. And people are gonna be like, oh, look, listen to these guys. They know nothing. Yeah, exactly. They, they know, know nothing. nothing. But I guess that's the thing. We played too many games. You we can't recall them. We played a lot. Um, a yeah. lot. Uh, it's called Lost. Lost for Darkness. Um, yes. That game. I, the first time when I saw it, I was like, oh, I, you know me. I don't like horror games. I'm like, Psh, I don't really care for horror. And I was like, Ooh, is that a teddy I see? Uh. I mean, consider me so. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, oh, yeah, is, the minute I, I'm like, hello, how are you doing? I think I was watching you streaming and I was like, well, why would yeah, you yeah, playing yeah. this? You know, I mean, la di da. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, you, you sort of saw me, you, you sort of like pulled me away and then you pulled me back in. I was just like, mm-hmm. magnifique. There's one game I really want though, but I don't think I'll get a copy. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't get a copy, and I'm, I'm gonna. I'm really tempted to try and see if I can get a copy again. Like to reach out to someone else and see if I can get a copy, and that's Darksiders 2 for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love me some Darksiders, and uh, could you imagine being Darksiders on the Switch, man? It would be brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. Such is life. I didn't get a copy. My feelings were hurt. I cried. Such is life. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, that being said. I think there's a thing that we should do right about now, Raj. What's the thing called? Shout out for your podcast. Ah, beautiful. The podcast this week that we're shouting out is one called The Cutaway Podcast. The Cutaways Podcast. Raj, what can you tell us about The Cutaways yes. Podcast? Oh, join Vivacious Film Editors Ashley and Justine as they dissect romantic comedies through the ages. Snuggle up in your sleeping bag with these two as they throw a slumber party for your ears from their blanket for every other Wednesday. Mm. Um, if you want to hear a lot of giggling and girly voices like <laughs> giggle, 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 giggle. <laughs> oh my god, so cute. <laughs> um, definitely listen to this podcast. I actually have to say though, I actually do like the voices of the of the hosts of the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But I have a personal uh, disagreement with them. Uh-huh. And okay. it's, basically when I found out about this podcast I was like, oh this sounds like the perfect podcast for me And I started listening to them talk about some I can't remember which romantic movie they were talking about And I was just like, oh this sounds so great And then I was going through the Instagram page And I saw a picture of one show And this this is basically what broke it for me I saw a picture of About a Boy And I was like, oh, they have reviewed About a Boy Now as you guys know, About oh. a Boy is my favorite movie of all time It's a 10 out of 10, perfect movie Hugh Grant is the best And um... And so I said, you know what? I want to see what they said about about a boy, and depending on what they said about about a boy, will depend on if I like them a lot. And they didn't like Hugh Grant. They thought he was horrible. They hate Hugh Grant apparently. And Ew. Yeah, they're like, oh, Hugh Grant is the worst. Tampa. Me, 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 me. They were like, oh, Nicholas Holt <laughs> is like the winning guy in the show. He's so amazing. Now here's the thing. I can't say anything bad about Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt is my boy too. I like Nicholas Holt as well. He adds to about the boy, makes it perfect. But you can't go in on my boy Hugh Grant. The movie is perfect, you know. There and then other than that too, they're so like, you know, they're like, oh, you know, this is. They they haven't gone too much into the whole depression stuff. Like for example, in about the boy, the mom is going through some depression. And like they haven't covered much enough about the depression. What are you talking about? No one wants to watch a romantic movie where people are spending a whole lot of time talking about depression. You know. People want to watch the uh, romance. I mean, if you want to watch a movie about depression, go and watch a drama or yeah. something. Yeah. You know, but oh, they haven't gone enough and talked enough about it. And I think this is um on a more serious note. I think this is one of the, the things that I have an issue with with a lot of people who watch modern movies and they want to impose this sort of like very oh everything needs to be politically correct and everything needs to you need to, to have a message and everything. <laughs> everything needs to to mean something. It doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes things just need to be entertainment. And yeah. I have to say with this podcast it is entertaining, but I do feel like the hosts of the show are very their opinions on 
on um which which has tainted me wanting to listen to more episodes of them but their opinions on about a boy from a show that i like so much and maybe it's because of the fact that i'm such a big fan of about a boy but listening to them and how they approached it it felt like they were trying to impose too much of their their political opinions or their social opinions and stuff on a show that was made back in 2002 mm-hmm. so of 2001. So basically you have... But, but, but it's not that it's like pretentious or no? Yeah, you know that's, a, that's the best way to... For it. They are a bit pretentious in the way in which they approach... Um, they approach yeah, you show. know. Yeah. I don't know how, hmm. how it is for other shows. I'm going to have to see how they review uh, other shows that I've watched. But it is a bit pretentious in what they're looking for and what they're... Hmm. You know, they're like, oh, well, there's not enough. And they're both filmmakers. So they're also like dissecting it from a filmmaker point of view as well. Like... Oh, the transitions, uh, they've used too much of this particular transition in the show and stuff like that. And I'm like, really? Really? This is hmm. this is a show from back in the in the um the two thousands and you're dissecting it as if it's a villain or something of sorts. And Yeah, right. Say you know, they're like, Oh, Hugh Grant is is just he, he he's not he's only he only benefits because of Nicholas Holt's amazing acting and I, and I don't believe that's true I think Hugh Grant has done such a good job with, with his acting over the years in so many different films I mean he's not a perfect actor no one is but he's done such a good job over the years and it, it uh-huh. shows um, in, in the films that he's been in he's he's a great romantic lead in, in the way in which he plays his characters you know I mean who knows what he's like in real life I don't really care for what he's like in real life I, I care for what he's like on, on screen and for what yeah. reasons on screen I like the character that he plays. He plays that particular type of bad guy kind of romantic type. And he plays it well, to my mm. liking. And seeing how they've dissected it and stuff like that, to me, it was just... It just felt off to me. Like, uh, listening to them... I mean, if I were a listener listening to them talk about the boy, I probably wouldn't watch it. I'd probably be like, oh, this is probably a really terrible movie. You know, mm. and especially... We, it really annoyed me hearing them talk about the whole depression thing, like with the mom. I was like, I was a bit, I was really annoyed. I was like laying in bed listening to them, I'm like, why are they talking about this so much? Like, why is this so important to them? Oh. That a movie from back in 2000 spoke about depression, and this is a romantic movie, you know? Yeah, right. It doesn't, mm. and I, I hate when movies become preachy to me. Like, I hate when I'm watching a film and they're trying to teach me something, like, really, really preachy. I'm like, no. Mm. Don't try to preach to me. I didn't come here to, <laughs> to listen to someone preach to me. I came here to enjoy my time, to have mm. a good laugh, to switch off my brain for a moment. Life already has too much life, you know, too much of <laughs> regular stuff. Sometimes I just want to switch off, and that's what I like about a show, which is why you should watch a show like Disenchantment and Midsummer. Um, is that how you say it? Midsummer, the movie that you watched, like, Roger? Yeah, Midsummer, English. Midsummer, Midsummer. Swedish. So perfectly... Watch something like that, you know, switch your brain off a bit. It's not, you know, other than that, I just want to say, with that, I think we should say goodbye, Lex. I mean, Roger. Why do I keep saying Lex? Oh, <laughs> well, Roger. it's, it's, no, I, I don't blame you. I fully understand why, why you mix us up sometimes. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, it's, it's, um, <clears throat> thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and for being there. It's, uh, our, blood or meat or body <laughs> wow that that was that was almost grouse but i think you know what i mean and uh, for tuning in as well but anywho uh i've had a good time being here as always and actually the sun is shining mm-hmm. and that makes me a bit more happy too even though as we said both of me and q now the temperature is so much lower than it was so apparently it's fall but i'm gonna enjoy that too sometimes here you get like colder days where the air is very high so to speak and it's easy to breathe and it's nice too but it's also going to be some video game, video me gaming for me this weekend. I need to catch up on things, and that I will. I hope you're going to enjoy yours as well. You got some tips here when it comes to games. We will continue to cover new stuff also as we do, uh, and of course, feel free to join to be part of this beautiful that beautiful life podcast thingy and hope to see you no well see you would be nice but at least hear you no not hear you but at least knowing that you're there next week as well muffin and out ah beautiful as always um Raj, where are you getting sunlight from because over here we don't have that the sky's green um can you lend oh really sun? i can say well it just popped out actually it was like uh half an hour ago it was still like a bit gray but it popped out so i can send some over yeah, <laughs> i will do some even if it's just like about like maybe like 10 percent of it because 
Mm. The sky is bright, but it's grey. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, no sunlight here. We typical yeah. British weather. Just not having anything good. <laughs> no. Like Celsius outside of me. Okay, so <laughs> with that, guys, as always, uh, you can find Rudge at Forty Splish Splash. That's the number forty with the word splish and the word splash. S P L I S H S P L E S H on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays streaming. Is that correct, Rudge? Si, senor. Ah, oh, monsieur. You say si, senor. I say monsieur. Oh, it's so magnifique. <laughs> French, awesome. Spanish. Uh, I wish I could do the outro in Spanish. It would be amazing. Yeah. Um, hmm. I can't do. I'm trying to think of Spanish words, and the only thing I can think of is hola. <laughs> exactly. Me amo, kidus, cambul. Uh... I don't know anything else. Anyway, with that, guys, no. you can find me at LP Guardian. That's L P G R D I N. That's Guardian. Also, you pretty much everywhere else. And of course, as always, we wouldn't like you guys to miss out on any of the episodes of That Beautiful Life. Many beautiful people like to subscribe to this podcast in Castbox, Acast, iTunes, the button smashes are coming elsewhere, and we're so confident they're going to like it that we're giving it away for free. So, as always, guys, this has been cute for your pleasure.